Welcome to another episode of The Dicks in the Back Row, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm your co-host, Max Healy in Nashville and over in Boston. We have uh, the father of Chucky, Tim Begin, and Mike Preble. How are you guys doing? <laughs> I already resent all of you. This movie, this movie is an affront to my people, the red-headed people of America. We are a proud people, and this movie is the most offensive thing I've ever seen in my goddamn life. I'm... I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to Congress to petition this to be banned. <laughs> I'm doing well. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I think. You know, I had a good sandwich today, so sorry that's going pretty well. Back uh, to my rage. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got uh, Derek Brady alone in his hotel room. So how's that going there, buddy? <laughs> I'm, I'm. I'm still in Wisconsin. Um, Forever. Uh, I was doing a lot better earlier. I had uh, it's buy one get one free at Buffalo Wild Wings today, so uh, my room's got the intense stank odor of spicy garlic buffalo wings. So that's what I'm dealing with. Yeah, it sounds like, that sounds gross. Feel bad. I honestly <laughs> can't imagine a a lower level of hell than that. <laughs> <laughs> How these cleaning people get paid under the table and not, like, six figures is beyond me when they have to walk into Derek's room after a week. You better leave a massive tip, Derek. What's that word mean? <laughs> it's the thing that women just want, you know. Of. From me? No, definitely not from <laughs> Okay, well, we're uh, kicking off our Halloween month. Um, the first film that we're going to be doing is the first Chucky uh, film as well, um, or the first film from the Chucky franchise in Child's Play from 1988, directed by Tom Holland and starring Chris Sarandon, the mom from Seventh Heaven, Katherine Hicks, <laughs> Alex Vincent as Andy, and uh, Brad Dorff as Chucky. So uh, before we actually get into this, have any of you guys ever seen this movie before? Oh yeah. I have not. This is my first time. Yeah, I've never, oh, wow. I've never seen this before. But now that I know that Grima Wormtongue, Prince Humperdinck, and the mom from Seventh Heaven were in it, I probably should have seen this sooner. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been it's been a while for me, but I've I've definitely seen this before. But that's what that guy was from the Grima Wormtongue. Yeah, he's also in Mississippi Burning. Oh, very Brad Dorf, the cop. In that's right. He's the, yeah, he's the uh, he's great. I, I like Brad yeah. Dorf a lot. That, yeah, he's a good that, actor. He was in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest too. He's like yeah. a real actor. Yeah, he's, like he's like the only real and, actor in there. Yeah. <laughs> Take that, Chris Sarandon and Mrs. Mrs. Whatever their name was from Seventh Heaven. Um, okay. Well, I guess we'll just dive right into this movie. So uh, starts off with this voodoo serial killer Charles Lee Ray uh, being chased by Detective Mike Norris through the streets of Chicago. And um, right away, so he's running outside, and there's a cop car behind him, and then he just somehow hides behind a pole, and the cop car just drives right by him. Yep. <laughs> what was up with that? Well, no, he was he was going after the van. He was going after the van. Yeah, but there's a cop car chasing him on the street, and he just, like, hides behind uh, a pole, and the cop's like, oh, yeah. no, okay, you're saying the cop car was chasing the van. Yeah. I mean, okay. yeah, I was yeah. going to say, the way they shot that made it seem like the cop has, like, you know, what's that, like, that object permanence issue that babies have. Like, he was gone from the site. <laughs> like, oh, I guess it doesn't exist. And then he just kept driving. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was Obviously, uh, yeah, his voodoo powers, guys. Oh, that makes sense. All right. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into We'll get all into that later. It's a lot of voodoo stuff happening and, later. And this, this started... This started real fast too. Like, I mean, you just dive right the fuck into a police chase. Out of oh yes, yeah. 
No, so I, I was gonna say it in a minute, but um, I really liked how just like they had the intro credits are just rolling as this movie's just picking up. Like I always appreciate a movie just like gets right into it, unlike Ghost yeah. from last week. <laughs> just takes our sweet ass time, just panning around a bunch of nothing <laughs> with some very apathetic music. I have to say that I was a big fan of Detective Mike Norris's sweater. That's a nice sweater. It's got on. <laughs> that was my honestly. Like I was watching that the opening credits and I, or opening scene. And I'm just like, it's a really nice sweater. I wonder where I can get one of those sweaters. And I like kind of miss. I kind of yeah. Do I have to become one? Because I will. Because I really like that sweater. I mean, I swear to God, I was like, I missed like the plot of it. <laughs> like for the first ten minutes, I'm just sitting there like, oh man. Yeah, I was about to say that. I think that's what you get for graduating from the academy, right, guys? Yes. Is that? Yes, it's right. 100% well, true. Well, next time you guys see me, I'll have a, I'll have a shield on and a mustache <laughs> and a beautiful sweater. Yeah. I really do hope we talk about that second ancillary cop that has the goofiest mustache I've oh ever seen. Oh, my God. And the I worst jacket. The just worst everything. fucking jacket. Just from head to toe. Just terrible. Just god-awful. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, uh, Ray runs into this toy store, and oh, look, there's a bunch of good guy dolls all over the place. And uh, right after that, uh, Charles Ray is in the shootout with Detective Mike, and uh, he gets shot in the chest, which I guess uh, makes him pretty much lose all of his internal monologue as he just starts announcing everything that he's <laughs> yes. thinking out loud. <laughs> he said, Oh, God, I'm dying. <laughs> and then he's also saying, I gotta find somebody. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that was the. Uh, that, I thought that was pretty funny. I had that written down. Nice enough to announce to us after he's been shot twice. Oh God, I'm dying. That's when you know that they didn't like, anticipate like a really crafty crowd coming out to see this movie. It's like people may not get that he's dying. Better make sure we include that in the uh, in the dialogue with himself. It's like, the, oh my God. The blood pumping yeah. to my heart is now decreasing since there's a hole in it and there's discharges <laughs> of blood coming out of my vessels. Yeah, basically. I was like, oh, okay. I see. Oh, I see what's going on. Oh, so he's dying because he got shot in the chest? Oh, um, that makes sense. Mm, okay. Well, you know, the good thing is that there's 500 boxes of these good guy dolls just fall right on top of him. <laughs> yeah, he, he just grabs them and pulls them all down on top of him. Like, <laughs> also, I just have to say, I don't know who the ad, like what ad agency or whatever was me pitching these things but someone's got to come up with a better name than good guys oh that was that was the laziest fucking That's name the laziest thing considering that a murderer is, is yeah. infiltrating the spirit of this doll they call him good guys, like, good that, guys. get it oh, that, that was fucking lazy yeah. That was definitely okay. just like a little, you know, for the writing, for purposes of writing the script, they're like, what should we call this doll? Uh, just call them the good guys for now. Like, we'll, we'll rename it later. And then <laughs> yeah. they're like, they're like literally running to hand the script to the director on the last day. We're like, shit, we never renamed the doll. <laughs> <laughs> what an oversight. Yeah, it's like, well, good guys, eh? All right. <laughs> then again, we are pitching this about a serial killer doll, so no one's going to pick this up anyway. Just yeah, basically. Right, exactly. <laughs> Oh, all right. So then he does some uh, voodoo shit while a massive thunderstorm goes over the store, and he gets his uh, soul transported into this doll, and then the entire building just fucking explodes. Yes. But doesn't, doesn't his, isn't his voodoo magic causing the thunderstorm? Yes. Yeah, I think that's, yeah that, well, he's, it was, it was kind of like Ghostbusters, you know, where all that shit's going down and there's a thundercloud over one building. Yeah. Right. And it just the ominous thunderstorm that creates a... Military grade explosion. Yeah, right. It's like, like don't 
I just don't get it. I, I wish there was just like there is in the back. It was just like, you know, like tiny tykes like dynamite. Like that's the reason why it exploded. <laughs> like something has to be there needs to be a reason as to why literally a story ex- like was reduced to nothing. Like, what? You know, except for voodoo magic. Easy bake ovens with that are like <laughs> yeah. powered to gas. Yeah, yeah. Like, something here, like a batteries. Exp- I don't know. It's like something else. Well, later, feel- later in the the movie, Detective Mike Norris goes. It was hit by lightning. That was their expo- <laughs> that's their explanation. Yeah. It's like that lightning doesn't do that to things. Lightning. Yeah. I feel some, bad for the shop owner. Strong ass lightning. Like, yeah. the, the the shop owner's entire livelihood is gone. This guy, you know, he, he clearly can't be making a killing running a toy store. But every small toy store dollar in he's invested, hood. yeah, in, in in the south side of Chicago, this shitty toy store is just absolutely obliterated. This guy's homeless <laughs> now. This guy's fucking homeless. <laughs> you know the yeah. you know the insurance the insurance adjuster came out and was like, yeah, you weren't covered for lightning strikes. Sorry, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> lightning strikes or you? Uh, I don't see voodoo inspired lightning. Yeah, I was about to say I don't see voodoo lightning on your policy. Here. <laughs> oh, so it says here that the man was saying voodoo before the lightning struck. Yeah, so you can see clearly you here. You checked that. the box. No, you don't want to be covered for that. <laughs> oh oh shit! I love it. Yeah, uh, this is also one of two ginormous explosions in this movie. But uh, yes. good thing the yes. explosions didn't burn any of these toys. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> which again, toys, true. toys famously yeah. not flammable. Which, which, but, <laughs> until it is later. <laughs> until it is, yeah. <laughs> until it's very flammable. It's, um, it's screaming. Could, that's could, a different. That no, that's a don't. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that. Could the <laughs> could the voodoo could the voodoo street rat have found a better toy to go into rather than a tiny toy doll here's a question that along the line with paco here which toy would you sort of like soul impregnate if you had the choice (laughs) that's gonna be one of my questions (laughs) at the end that's great (laughs) okay we'll we'll do it then we'll do it god damn it tim (laughs) no we'll do it live fuck it we'll do it live (laughs) fucking thing sucks (laughs) Um, I'll transform into a you Bill O'Reilly Bill. doll and then start murdering everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. Just murdering and just assaulting people left and right. All right. So after this, uh, Detective Mike finds Charlie dead, and that's the end of that. Or is it? The answer is no. This movie really needed Detective Lenny Briscoe because... I'm going to go into a little bit later in Mike, but he sucks. He's not good at his job. <laughs> um, all right, so the next morning you meet Andy watching the Good Guy cartoon, and he just does a really shitty job of just making this breakfast for his mom, uh, just <laughs> spilling powdered milk all over the place, putting ice cream scoops full of butter on extremely burnt black toast. Which, which again, I hate to keep going back to a popular topic of conversation. Abort this fucking kid. <laughs> <laughs> Watching him, watching him put that whole breakfast together stressed me the fuck out. He's kind of a shitty kid, isn't he? Yeah, he's a fuck up. So, so I, how old? How old do you think this kid is? I, I was wondering like that throughout six. the entire movie. I think they say yeah, six, six, but I thought I he was. Six he could have been anything from three to seven. His, like, he, he acts he like he's four. three, but he yeah. like he totally is too old. Like he's too. He's too old yeah. to be three. Yeah. His motor functions and development is of like a three-year-old. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> I thought it was really fun. And well, we'll get to that in a little while. I don't want to jump ahead too much, but uh, uh, this fucking this fucking toy company, the good guys, they had a goddamn conglomerate going on during this movie. They had the fucking outfits. They had the dolls. They had the TV show. They had the cereal. They had all kinds of yeah. shit. Yeah. Also, on this TV show, they have this even more horrifying adult-sized good guy doll. Just telling uh, the TV audience about these oh creepy, God, like, yes. Furby oh. things that are in the store. And the, and the theme song, it was, I know we'll, we'll get to this later in the month, but it was like the Halloween 3 theme song. I don't know if y'all have seen that yet, <laughs> but it was just incredibly just... Like London Bridges. <laughs> just rambling and like... Bum, bum, oh bum, 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 bum. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So Andy then delivers his extremely shitty made breakfast to his mom, Karen, and they go to open up some pre- uh, some presents today because it is Andy's birthday. So, of course, Andy goes open the largest box, which looks like it's like going to be, you know, shaped like a bazooka, but it's just clothes. Yeah, that was Lame. an absurdly large box for a pair of jeans. Yeah. yeah. No five-year-old wants freaking clothes for their birthday. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't think this mom really... Appreciated. Then again, I guess the understanding is that she like doesn't have a lot of money, so like anything is a gift, I suppose. Like it's like, here's food, happy birthday. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, okay, this is this kind of family. All right, your so, gift well, is the, the gift of life. Is your father's dead? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the oh the God. original like tenor of the movie, I was definitely expecting that when Andy walked into his mom's room with the breakfast, she was gonna be fucking some guy. Like I figured he was gonna have some like shit bird shit bird mom, <laughs> and he was just gonna like he was gonna like become this like uh, you know like attached to this doll so much that the doll is gonna make him do all this fucked up shit because uh, he like he had nobody else. I'd like to see that movie. Person. So I, I did see Tim. They are making MGM is making a remake of this yep. currently oh. in production. Maybe so, I'll send them some rewrites. Yeah, but, uh, maybe, you can, maybe you can suggest that. <laughs> send some unsolicited emails like, hey, so here's a, here's a great idea. <laughs> so that was actually the original uh, script. Like the first draft of the script was of Chucky just killing all the everybody that uh, Andy didn't like, which made everyone think that Andy was doing it all, which is a good idea. Yeah. Uh, but then they kind of scrapped that. Which hold on back back at this scene in the the apartment, I, I don't know. I'm sure you guys saw it, but there was a scene where the mom like pick pulls up Andy's shirt and gives him a belly kiss, that made me uncomfortable. And because <laughs> I thought to myself, I I surely hope they got that on the first take. <laughs> I'm sure they didn't have this this mother kissing this young child's belly five times in front of a camera. That's that's incredibly inappropriate. <laughs> that's where Paco draws the line. So I, so I actually watched this entire movie with Nikki, and I guess that's from the female perspective. She was like, kind of like, oh, eh, eh. you know, just like think this, that's just like what a mom's doing with their little kid. She thought it was fine. Well, I mean, yeah, I, but my mom did that to me. But again, that's your mom. That's not an actress in a Hollywood production. God, it's in God, the script. Lose Derek. yourself in the movie. Lose yourself in it. <laughs> I mean, I think I think that's. Jeez. <laughs> I was gonna keep saying something. I was like, you know what? That's that's just pure trash. And then I then I cut you off. Huh? Yeah. And then Tim came in with his gorgeous red locks, just pouring down. You better believe it. <laughs> also, though, this mom is like really trying to sell the clothes to Andy, and he's just not having any of it. Yeah. Yeah. Clothes for little kids is for the beginning of school. Toys are for little kids for their birthday. 
Get your shit together. This is why Andy. This is why Andy's dad left. <laughs> left to left to heaven. And I, I hope everybody else realized. I'm sure you all did, but there were like three photos of the dad, like stationed throughout the house, just like very, very uncomfortably, like in the kids' room, like just out in the open. I'm like, why are there so many photos? This seems like really odd, just of the dad. <laughs> like not like family photos. It's just like a photo of him. Like never forget. It's like, I'm already gone. I'm really going to. That would have been honestly. That would have been a hilarious, uh, hilarious scene later when detective uh, the detective goes. Like when she runs up to him later, all crazy. He's like, "You don't want to know what? This is why you. This is why your husband left." And she's like, "No, he died. My husband died. He didn't leave me." He's like, "Yeah, right." Sure, that's what they all say. <laughs> I've seen your house. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> your kid's weird. All right. So also though, um, Andy does open up his second gift, and it's a good guy chess box instead of the actual toy, which is just a total dick tease. Yeah. I feel for this kid. It's like buying I a don't. cable box without having a TV. It's like the fuck are you gonna do with this box? <laughs> that kid should be Ugh. fucking grateful for everything he fucking has. Get a job, Isaac. That's what I fucking say, Andy. <laughs> Get a fucking job. Back to Tim's, Tim's recurring theme of I don't, you know, there's a real problem. I know how to solve this. Get a job. Get a paper route, you sack of shit. It's That's like, correct. Oh, this Andy oh, kid is an ungrateful sack of shit. Thank you, Preble. What a great yeah. He's You're a grateful to. sack of shit. <laughs> so you also do find out that this do- this tall to- uh, this doll is one hundred dollars, which is pretty damn expensive for a toy doll. For nineteen eighty eight toy dolls, like I don't even know what dollars were then, but God, that's expensive. Two hundred thirteen dollars today. Is it really, Max? Right. Yep. Wow, that's Inflation. too much money. That could almost buy you an abortion. For a doll. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. God, when you have fancy big city abortions too, when you have Chicago abortions, right? <laughs> you know how they get it done. Yeah. All right. So she is. Uh, so Karen's at work with her friend Maggie, and uh, this homeless guy is peddling the good guy doll, and Karen buys it for thirty bucks. Some and, black market uh, toy sales. I knew it was going to go downhill from here. Yep. I guess that particular doll is Chucky. Oh no. And you get, the that, you get the classic, still, still this, and he pops his dick at the mom, or the, the aunt, or whatever. Yeah. I'll get back at you. Chucky's back in the packaging, so did he just, like, crawl back in there and just wait in the burnt-out store for this homeless guy to just pick him up? Yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't, I didn't understand this. I mean, later on, I appreciate, I mean, it's like, so they repackaged the doll, it was covered in blood, right? <laughs> Because, the, you know, whatever, Johnny That's Ray what Nikki said. When, the, when she picks it up, she's like, what's on his leg? I'm like, it's probably dry blood. Yeah, right? It has to be. The box is all like, first of all, I love how the box isn't incinerated from that gigantic exactly. explosion. It's like, like, oh, it's got a cracks. It. I was like, what the fuck? Come on. After this, uh, you meet Karen's retail store boss, and this guy is just a real piece of work. <laughs> real fucking cocksucker, this guy. It's a real raging queen bitch. <laughs> hey Max, really Max, don't hold back. Perfect way to describe. <laughs> That's all I had written down around this. I was just watching this. I was kind of not paying attention. I just wrote down, "What a raging queen, bitch!" <laughs> oh God, he was. Yeah, oh, well, you was... can't threaten to fire someone like that, can you? Yeah, for they I can. love it. 
He said that there was a lady that had, like, she couldn't make it into work because of an emergency. So, fuck your kid. You're going to have to work through his birthday because this lady gives us no explanation as to why she can't be here. Yeah. yeah. I don't care she's that she's not here. I thought that was great. She's like, yeah, she just can't be here. It's like, um, like, she's like, oh, well, I mean, I guess you can get your son. But then after that, like, you know, back on duty. Right back <laughs> to spraying people in the mall with that really shitty fragrance. Yeah, exactly. Right. Spraying some, like, unfuckable clams so that they can go out and, like... <laughs> <laughs> fucking seven o'clock around. at night on a weekday. Right. Yeah. Th- also, like this little this is this little boy's birthday, and she's a widowed mother, and he's just like, Mm-hmm-hmm. "Well, you need to come back to work tonight." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm nice bald and have a sweater. <laughs> so, Preble, you can do that. He can he can threaten to fire someone like that. Sure, you can fire somebody for a good reason, a bad reason, or no reason at all. Really? If she was a unionite. If I just was like, Tim, I'm sorry, like, shit's, yeah, I don't know, no, it's just not working out, bye, you know. I mean, maybe there's some specific statute in 1988 Illinois I'm unaware of, but, you know, you, I mean, at at common law, I can just be like, get out of my, get out of my place. Unless she's unionized, and then she has, well, why don't I not talk about labor law on the podcast about movies, (laughs) but, but, but you have, you have Section 7 rights, Tim, if she's a unionized Unionized employee. Talking so, unions. This so is probably. also a recurring theme on the podcast yeah, no, where, exactly. I, where I assert, a, where I like vehemently assert my legal knowledge of like something that can or can't happen. And Preble's like, no. no, you're, no you're and I was going to say, Pro- she's, no. she's probably just an at-will employee, which means that she can just be like, yeah, sorry, Brad, you're out of here. So I don't think there'd be any problem. One thing that they like discriminated against her, like we're firing you because you're a lady or because of whatever. She's some protected class, but I don't, I don't think that's so, what's happening here. Preble, Preble, can can someone fire you for being on a racially, sexually, and socially unacceptable podcast? One hundred percent, absolutely, me one hundred percent fired. <laughs> All right, that's, well, that's let's move along. Just, just so Good you all thing know, we that. don't know anyone who does that. <laughs> exactly. Blim Gibrin and Slocko Crady and, Dra- and Draxwell. Uh, Feely. No, Breely, I'm sorry. Breely. Breely. <laughs> yes. Okay. Pike Rebel. <laughs> all right. So uh, Karen then stops on to give Annie the doll before she has to leave to go back to work. And her friend Maggie said that she could babysit. Uh, so Andy Happy and birthday! Enjoy your sleep, yeah. dog. Gotta go to work. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, enjoy your miniature fuck doll. See ya. So uh, Andy and Chucky are playing on the floor, and Chucky tells Andy to put the news on uh, because his ex-partner escaped jail and he's on. Um, but he didn't really say anything, right? Because Chucky's a battery-operated talking toy, and Maggie didn't hear the toy say anything. So it must be Andy just playing make pretend, <laughs> right? Must be. Also, I thought it was great. The station they have is W D O L W Doll. Lovely, yeah. I'm trying my best, gang. I looked at the more obvious things, like it's really weird that Andy and Chucky are both wearing the same set clothes. Yeah. Oh, that's what I said. (laughs) Through like three quarters of the movie, and I think they switch his clothes right when Chucky kind of outs himself. Mm. Well, this this entire movie takes place over three days. So I guess that was just like the next day. Oh, uh, maybe. Which is true, actually. This is like a real. Well, this this movie. is a. There's a lot of shit that happens a, in three days. Yeah. This All is right. a financially strapped mother, so. 
you know, a financially strapped mother who lives in this very nice like downtown Chicago apartment. That's what I was yeah. gonna say, dude. Her apartment's sick in a great pe- on a great street in Chicago. She's on she's on Wabash. That's a fucking great street in Chicago. <laughs> this is the this is the problem that we've been a, the middle class has been attacked in this country. We're making shit money now. Look at what the middle class used to live like. That woman that woman fucking sprayed like perfume on unfuckable monsters, and she lives in like a way nicer apartment than I live in. <laughs> Exclusively, <laughs> exclusively for the hideous. Um, <laughs> exclusively, the exclusively for the subhuman. Right. <laughs> Side note: The first time I stayed at uh, Tim's apartment, like a few years back, I was just hungover as shit, and I woke up the next morning, and there's just beer cans sprayed all over the table. There's like half-eaten pieces of pizza on the floor, and I just got up and looked around. I just said, uh, "I feel the way this apartment looks." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, oh, see, that's what the middle class is living like nowadays, guys. <laughs> see, I hey, Tim's an engineer. I just deposit. <laughs> I, I, I just deposit us. large amounts of farts into Kim, Tim's couch. That, that's what I do with his apartment. <laughs> they actually, I called up the city to be like, "Hey, you got a couch you got to throw away?" And they're like, "Is that the couch at 59 Creighton Street in Jamaica Plain?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "We got it. That's a biohazard. We got to take that <laughs> to a special place." New <laughs> cats and hazmat suits going down for that shit. Right. Yeah. All right, so Andy's uh, displaying some really shitty motor skills just because he has all of his toothpaste all over his shirt. Well, uh, at the same time, Chucky's <laughs> Chucky's back in the living room watching the news, and uh, Maggie yells at Andy because she thinks that he's just going against what she said. But Andy says he didn't put Chucky in the living room. So after that, Andy's in bed and Maggie's reading a book, and old Chucky sneaks out of bed. Spills some powdered milk just to get Maggie at ground level. And then Maggie gets hit in the eye with the hammer, to which Maggie then runs back 10 feet, dives out of this apartment, and dies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was, that was awesome. That was awesome. That was a uh, pretty drastic step back. I mean, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. I mean, people do fall backwards, but nobody, like, sprints backwards and then flings themselves, you know, through a window. <laughs> well, like, and the, I get the, it. The camera angle from Chucky's viewpoint, it was a light tap with that hammer. It was yeah. a light tap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to which it like Unless stuck in her eye for a second, too. It was like a freeze frame. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Right. It, it would warrant an ow. <laughs> That's about <laughs> all it would warrant. Is that a dolphin did that? Yeah. I just yeah. want to point out that something I'm just thinking about now. That's for That's a hammer for like a child's set so like is that like then like a is it a real hammer is it made of like plastic i mean this kid's six who's giving him like a real hammer that That was back in the time when when kids toys were made out of real american materials (laughs) that's when When we were kids guns were real guns (laughs) yeah (laughs) we had real freedom not like now that's fake freedom. It's pussy like kids that just eat would. toys and die, and then there's like an issue about all of it. Like that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, fucking Tide Pods, man. <laughs> I, I I'm so pro Tide Pod. <laughs> eat more Tide, Tide Pods, Pods, everybody, please. Yeah, Andy should have eaten a Tide Pod. <laughs> I think that's his problem. I think he ate too many Tide Pods. That's a yeah. Mm. Makes more sense. That's why he can't have actual liquid milk. It's because he'd just drown himself in it. Yeah. <laughs> But um, it, it was a pretty good... He had some good suspense as far as uh, Maggie just walking all around the apartment up until she gets 
freeze framed hit in the eye with the with yeah. the hammer. Wasn't too bad. I was gonna say I do appreciate like the view from Chucky's thing and him running around and stuff. I was like, oh, this is pretty. Oh cool. my god, that doll runs so fucking fast from his perspective. <laughs> yeah, like he's just scurrying around all over the place. It's like a cheetah. Um, so after this, Karen gets home to see that uh, something bad happened, and you're introduced. Excuse me, you're you're now uh, reintroduced to the worst detective that Chicago has to offer, and Mike Norris, who uh, says Maggie well, most likely fell out of the window, but maybe your six year old son did it. This this lady is granted absurdly easy access to an active crime scene. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing I know. She just runs up the stairs. Under the police tape, there's 20 cops outside. She runs up the stairs. One person tries to stop her in the hallway. It's like, oh, okay, go on. That's what I was going to say. The, what? the police in this movie are just fucking garbage. Yeah, they're really bad. Like, and then she's like, I want you out of my apartment. And he's like, okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> Wrap say, it up, nothing, gang. Nothing about this makes any like, damn like a sense. Like, she just goes into the tape, and they're like, hey, what are you doing? She's like, I live here. They're like, oh, cool. Like, whatever. You know, they just let her run up, and then same thing again. Like, I live here, and they're like, oh, all right, whatever. Cops just sitting down reading the paper. But you have, like, a six-year-old kid in this crime scene, and the mom's not home, and, like, she runs up the stairs. She's like, miss, you can't be here. I live here. It's like, oh, yeah, I know we've got to call somebody. You're the kid's mother. Oh. Uh, all this time we were looking around, and we saw pictures of the father. We figured he, he didn't have a mother, so we were looking for the it father. Makes more sense now. Yeah. Then, the, then this great detective compares a six-year-old's foot size to this two and a half inch footprint. So in this is what I was gonna get into. So, like, yeah, you have this bumbling detective Mike who finds the footprints in the kitchen floor. Uh, but then at the same time, it's comforting Karen saying it couldn't be Andy because he checked every shoe in the house and they don't match. Oh, wait, I forgot to check the shoes that the kid has on. Hey, can I see those <laughs> shoes, Andy? <laughs> oh, shit. I was shocked to see that Chris Sarandon was was nominated for an Oscar because he's fucking awful in this movie. <laughs> he's phoning it in. Like he, I don't think he even like read the script or anything. Like He just does not give a shit. Oh, it's true. Great sweater, though. He's a natural. That's that's what really ties the whole thing together. He's a natural. He doesn't have to do any of that work. I mean, he just shows up and goes to work. Yeah. So So after after like he gets kicked out of the apartment by just like the woman's just like, listen, I need to go to bed in this act of crime scene. Get out of my apartment. He's like, well, okay, I I suppose. And then at the door, he, he pops in and he goes, wait, are you going to call me back? Or, you know, I gotta get back and she's terrible. Like, no, bye. And he just goes away and he like looks at his partner and he's like, I don't think she's going to call. Yeah. And then the, the, their, his freaking partner is definitely a coke dealer. He's just like, oh, hey there, boss. Where'd you get that hammer from? Oh. Yeah, exactly. This guy's my favorite, though. He's just like, absolutely. He's like, yeah. He's like, so you actually want me to take this down to the lamb or not? Bada bing, bada boom. It's like, what do you? It's fucking worthless. There's some like red like, shit on this. What do you do? Yeah, God. he should be eating something throughout the movie. Like that's exactly <laughs> what his character is. A donut, yeah. eating a hot dog. <laughs> and I was get him a get him a yeah. I was gonna say, do my hot dog with just like onions, all that other shit. Chicago right. people put on their dogs like an ungodly amount of condiments. <laughs> Always wiping his mustache on his sleeve. <laughs> Always wearing sunglasses. God. Ugh. Yeah, and also. um... 
Andy says that Chucky must have done it as well right before the cops leave, in which they just kind of look at him and like, huh, what? Oh, all right. <laughs> um, but then after this, though, Karen's getting a little bit worried because Andy's saying, or is now uh, telling her that Chucky said Maggie was a bitch and deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that down, and that was oh, awesome. God. Here, this, like... this sweet little kid. <laughs> he said she was a bitch and that she deserved what she got. <laughs> The delivery isn't even that good. His delivery in this movie is terrible. Dude, he's he delivers like, it like it's a three, yeah. like he's a three-year-old. Like like he's trying to rhyme six everything. Six-year-olds aren't retarded. No. <laughs> he's struggling with the English language. There's so. several times in which you can tell that he was like he's really digging deep into his head to try to remember what the last line was. Yeah. It's like Chunky said that he he. Uh, like, come on, right. spit it out, kid. You know, right. I just, I'm, I just wish I could have like another camera view of like what the director and like the cinematographer do. They're like trying to like act out what he's supposed to say next, like uh, stabbing motions. Ooh, yeah, it's gonna say it's like a the worst version of charades ever for this kid. Like, uh. I just imagine they've got like it's like a like a like a baby photographer camera and they've got like a little rattle beside the camera, like getting to look at it. Like, hey, kids, like hey. hey. Back here. (laughs) But then, so I think the funniest part about this whole thing is that he just called, like, literally the freshly dead best friend of this mom a bitch who deserved it. And he goes, oh, well, you know, I don't know what, I'm sorry about that. And she's like, ah, no big deal. Don't worry about it. You're a good boy. It's like, that that doesn't point to a grit. That doesn't point to something more serious. Go to bed, Miss. There's one point where where the mom is like looking at him like oh like my son's a psychopath because he's just like saying all these things but then yeah I love that when he's like oh you're still sad about her like I'm sorry it's like what and then she's like oh okay good I'll take that it's like why like this kid's just basically like oh I'm just gonna say something that I don't believe but just to make you feel better but she's like oh okay that's good enough all right that's right yeah sleep tight Annie because you gotta go to school tomorrow (laughs) Jesus. Right, so, he goes to school the next day. It's a fucking goes to school the next day. So <laughs> witness the grizzly murder. <laughs> so no, this but, woman's best friend but, died that that night, and her like five year old son was the only one who witnessed it. Yeah, like maybe it's, it's that's the day the takeoff. He goes to school, <laughs> or does he? Well, he's walking into school, and I mean, you know, you might as well just bring your three foot Chucky doll with you. I'm sure the teacher's totally there cool were like with that five as well. kids carry those things. Yeah. though. did you see that? Yeah. So you can, like you can just bring these like child sized dolls with you to school. At his Chicago, age, Chicago at his public age, schools. you're getting made fun of for bringing that doll yeah. to school. Oh yeah, I'm trying at to the think age of what six. I was like doing in first grade. If I think if I brought like a stuffed animal with me, I would have got my ass beaten. And I oh, went to yeah. Nor- I went to Norwell High School and like whatever the elementary schools. No, well, actually, I went in, to the high in, school. <laughs> this is in the south, sh- south side of Chicago too. So I mean, yeah. you know, immediately those kids would have just beat the shit out of Andy and then just broken that Chucky doll. <laughs> Yeah, as they oh, should oh, have. They would have. That's a valuable lesson to learn. That actually would have been a good scene. And then just Chucky being the shit out of a bunch of like little six year olds, <laughs> swearing, just swearing at him. That would have been a great. Hey, fight movie. someone your own size. Like me, you little shit. And then just. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right. Uh, well, before before we get to the school. One thing that I really I loved was the unnecessary shot of of Chucky the Chucky doll closing his eyes to go to sleep. <laughs> like bum, they spent five bum. seconds on this doll shutting his eyes. Oh, it's very creepy though, right? I guess it was, Didn't yes, we all, I guess it was supposed to be scary. Yeah. 
Yeah. But, uh, so Andy walks into the school, turns around, leaves the school, and then takes a train to the projects, which I'm sure happens all the time in Chicago, because no one gives a shit. No this, one's even looking at the kid. This little fucking white kid and his massive redhead doll are just, like, jumping off the Belmont red line. <laughs> like, why isn't anybody stopping this kid? I, I, I literally mapped out how many things that are wrong with this. One, he needs to walk to the nearest, like, train stop, so people are watching this kid with a doll, walk all the way there. He has to get in, right, pay somehow to get onto this public transportation. There are presumably, like, whatever the Chicago equivalent of, like, the MBTA people are. People on the train themselves, like, no one has said anything. Like, there's so many layers of, like, I have in my notes, like, Chicagoans are all degenerates. Why doesn't somebody say something to, like, hey, are you lost? Like, little boy, like, what are you doing? Yeah. And not to mention, like, this kid looks like the kid got his, like, his tongue stuck to the flagpole in A Christmas Story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, think, awesome. I think more to your point, Preble, is that, like, it's, it's actually impossible that he could have gotten on the train. Because yeah. he would have gotten to the stall and been like, I don't have any money to put in here. Yeah. And then he would have asked somebody, because he's a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I don't Excuse think me, he's, like, can you take me under... to the projects? What? <laughs> it's yeah I, I, the whole thing is just so implausible but like i get it like whatever but even still like just even assuming he was able to like someone has to say something right yeah my only assumption Somebody. was that chucky was telling him how to get there and what uh, to do okay but yeah, still that, he doesn't that, have any money it is no i agree but even still like unless chucky has you know some dollars tucked away in his overalls like i don't understand how he's getting getting the fuck on this train me either so anyway, though Andy's uh, now in the right in the hub, and uh, he's taking a piss against some like burnt out mattress or something, <laughs> just blending in with his surroundings. And uh, Chucky <laughs> runs across the street to the shithole that his partner's what, what sleeping did, in. What did the kid say though? He said something like, "I got a tinkle." I got a tinkle. Yeah, take a tinkle. <laughs> I got to take a tinkle. That was also weird. That, I, I mean, I, I, Derek, you felt uncomfortable about like the raspberries. I felt uncomfortable listening to this little boy peeing. <laughs> Well, see, that's, I mean, I know, I know Tim probably felt pretty at home during that scene. And, uh, why would I feel at home? (laughs) Because you also pee, um, yeah. With, like a child. Like a baby. Ah, well, that's why they call, that's why they call me, uh, you know, pants all the way down Tim. (laughs) Because I pull my pants all the way down when I pee. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah. Take it a good grip, right? P. Moon and Timmy. Yeah, dude. I'm, you know, I got nice pants. I'm not gonna pee all over them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, yeah, Chucky runs across the street though, and his partner's sleeping. He turns on the gas uh, from the uh, the oven, and also in this this apartment, the rats on the table are fucking huge, and they're everywhere. Yes. Oh yeah. They're everywhere, and the man that's living there is shooting guns. Every sound he hears. Oh, yeah. This kid, uh, th- he hears gunshots and runs towards them. I don't know what kid does that. Yeah, but it's because of fucking derelict. That's why. Is he a first responder? Yeah. Might as well be, because this, this house blows up, so somebody needs to get in there. <laughs> Most kids I run mean, away from gunfire. This kid's like, yeah. uh, no, I'm all about that. Let's see what Chucky, this is about. Chucky, yeah. If Darwin's yeah. theory of evolution holds any water, this kid should be eradicated from the gene pool. <laughs> <laughs> pretty pretty damn soon. Yes. But uh, Charlie's partner just 
opens a kitchen and just desires or just decides a fire right into the oven, which was a bad move because this house just blows up like the Luftwaffe just hitting an English apartment during the nineteen forties. Ah, I like that. A little yeah, battle history. of Britain for everybody there. I like that, Max. Smartest dick podcast in the game. <laughs> you cut the car in the police station. And you have this like the coke dealer cop just interrogating Andy with Chucky next to him, which is a ridiculous thing to see because this detective like has his foot raised on the chair, just like berating this little kid with an oversized doll sitting next to him on the other chair. <laughs> well, now, before probably, that, this is something I do know. Yes, they cannot question that kid there's, without a parent present. There's a hundred percent. I I flagged this immediately. I'm no expert, but that's a hundred percent. Like now, that being said, children have less rights than adults do. They just do. But that being said, you can't interrogate a child without like a parent or a guardian or somebody being like, "Yeah, you can talk to my kid." This is like, this is such a huge problem. Yeah. But before we even before we get to this, I got I thought we had one of the more disappointing ends to a scene, and it's uh, it's where the main detective was talking to mom, and he said, "You know, I don't know how to tell you this," and it cuts off. Because I, I just know the rest of that conversation was like, your, your son was just found outside of a crack house that's been demolished <laughs> on the south side of Chicago, drinking 40s with his Chucky doll. <laughs> Pissing on stuff. Pissing on stuff. <laughs> we found his sure. urine at the crime scene. Yeah. Your son has been in re- arrested for public urination. <laughs> oh yeah, he's also now witness to a second murder. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> But he's going to be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, he's good. We're going to throw him in a psych His ward. development is Because that's what they do. Yeah, they throw him. Oh, and I thought we were going to get to, like, the butter scene in South Park where this kid's going through just unnecessary torture. <laughs> oh, man. And also, though, like, this shitty mom just goes home with a fucking doll and doesn't stay with her kid. He got taken away, man. Got taken, which also, again, I don't think that's. No, I, I can't believe that's that. Not, it's like, oh, we saw your son for five minutes, and yeah, we're definitely taking him away from you. Yeah, that I don't think you can do that. No, there has to be some kind of process, not just. I like, mean, yeah, this is good enough. Get this yeah, kid out like of getting a lawyer and just like withholding <laughs> yeah. all of this stuff from happening yeah. immediately. Right, oh, going God. to a judge or something. Mm. Yeah. Usually. Anyway. Well, now the like now a- the good stuff's about to start happening. Karen's then talking to this doll, and Chucky's responding with his automated answers, and she uh, then goes over to put him back in the good uh, the good guy box. And oh my God, the batteries aren't in the toy. <laughs> dun dun dun. Well, yeah, they come with batteries included, so maybe they already are in the toy, right? So Karen then clicks the battery box, and no batteries. And then uh, Chucky kind of, <laughs> oh my God, mother of God. <laughs> and then walks Detective Lenny Briscoe. Yeah. Dick Wolf featuring. Yeah. Okay. So you're telling me there aren't batteries in this doll. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Chucky then does this Linda Blair exorcist head spin, and she freaks out and drops the toy. God, love it. And. <laughs> I love that uh, Chucky, like he just does the uh, like, like this is his go-to of just like the drop and roll in this in this yeah. movie, except for the only time when he really should be doing it, but that'll come <laughs> later. Um, so Karen then uh, lights the fireplace and demands that Chucky says something, and right before she throws in the fire, Chucky just goes absolutely ape shit. <laughs> well, before before that even happens, she she slowly pulls him out from under the couch, 
and looks just like like John Gruden after a weekend bender orgy. Like just hair splayed out, just like laid out, all limbs extended. And then you get the line, I thought the line of the movie. You stupid bitch, you filthy slut, I'll teach you to fuck with me. <laughs> yeah, I laughed out loud. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like the only part I've seen of like Chucky or like these little clips of him just like freaking out. And <laughs> fucking going stuff. nuts. So like, yeah. And I also love that this is where like, you know, you've had like the classic doll thing the whole time. And now this is just when all of a sudden they were just like, you know what? Now we're just going to, you know, give the doll like these demonic features and everything now. Now the doll looks completely different than it did for the, you know, previous like 40 minutes of this film. So the director said that as the movie progresses, he wanted to make the doll look slowly more and more human-like, which I didn't really pick up on until after I read it. But <laughs> but after Chucky screams for saying, I'm going to get you for fucking with me, he then bites her and then runs yeah. out the apartment. God. <laughs> Dad, I just started laughing. I oh, my laughed. God. I was cracking up. I was like, this is great. The doll's <laughs> biting you. It's like, what? <laughs> I just feel like the like the demonic spirit that is possessing this doll would just get a lot further without implementing violence so quickly. You know what I mean? Like he could just be a little more sly about it and just like escape and achieve his goal his ends more, you know, efficiently, I think. I think I think he needs to reassess his life is what I'm saying, guys. I think this voodoo serial killer really needs to reevaluate what he's been doing. Yeah, right. I have to agree with that. <laughs> I think that's very important. <laughs> Something we haven't addressed yet. <laughs> so um, she then goes down to uh, the Hobo Center just to find the guy, uh, find the guy who uh, sold her the toy after she was talking with Detective <laughs> Great Mike. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ, lady. <laughs> which of course, homeless. Yeah, which doesn't really work out because then this Hobo tries to rape her, but um, Detective Mike comes out of nowhere and uh, pretty much presses the guy into admitting that he took the doll from this burnt down toy store. Christ, he's a cop. Yeah, everyone's just <laughs> flee, scatter. I just love it. Cheese it, the feds. You know, Aaron's like bailing out. It's like, like, like what? <laughs> like they drop the little airplane God. bottle, just runs away. <laughs> it's like turning on the lights and the cockroaches are in the room. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then uh, Detective Mike's starting to put two and two together because uh, Charles Lee Ray might be that doll, but he can't be Uh-oh. because that's crazy. Charles Lee, uh, Charles Lee Ray was killed in that store, and then Karen asks how he knows that, and you just get a great, deli- uh, great line delivery of him saying, "Because I was there." <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, fucking Chris Sarandon in this. God. Uh, so, so this, you that get, sweater, uh, though, you know what I'm saying, guys? <laughs> the sweater <laughs> saved it for Tim. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's the thing that like threads this movie together. No pun intended. Bum, bum, bum. There it is. Well, yeah. gang, 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 it's been a pleasure. Uh, I'm just going to go murder myself. <laughs> pun bomb. Like, <laughs> Tim's like, say what you want about Chris Serena. That son of a bitch has a great looking sweater. <laughs> you can say he's been a shitty actor this entire movie, but yeah. you know what you can't say? That's not a great fucking sweater. If I was on the Oscar committee, I'd be... I'd be it would be a stalemate. People would be like, Tim, we can't vote Chris Sarandon as best actor for, ch- Child for Child's Play. And I'd be like, you guys see that sweater? <laughs> Tell me how we don't vote that fucking, that guy as best actor. <laughs> Tim just gets like comically lifted out of the building and thrown out. Right. <laughs> and then they throw the sweater out after they shut the door. Yes. 
So uh, go jokes on you, motherfuckers! I got the sweater now. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that would make Tim stay. <laughs> Everything's going according to plan. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so after this, though, you get it. In my opinion, this is like the most underrated, funny scene in the whole movie uh, when uh, Detective Mike and Karen are oh. in his car, and uh, Mike says that he's sorry that they couldn't find anything, and Karen says it's okay. Because now she knows what's going on. To which Detective Mike answers, "Listen, can you just get out of the car?" <laughs> and this guy just refuses to be told what's what. It's like this woman lost her husband, her best friend, her son's in a, like a criminally insane asylum. This hobo just tried to that she met the other day, tried to rape her, and Mike is like literally pulling this woman out of the car. <laughs> God. It is unbelievable. I was like, all right, all right, Chris, we, we need to start piecing this together a little bit here, you know. Even though she's, like, giving him all these hints, even though I get it, it's, like, outrageous. I'm like, you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta bite at some point here, right? Can you get out of the car? <laughs> I'm tired Listen, of lady. Go drink myself to death. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Listen, lady, I know your life has been painfully torn down brick by brick. But shows. Listen. Get out of the car. I have to take a shit. <laughs> I'm late for my escort appointment. It's 9 o'clock. <laughs> so uh, Detective Mike then pulls the uh, the Charles Lee file and gets into the car. But, oh, my God, Chucky's in the car. And then we get the best scene in the movie, the freestyle yeah. driving contest. Yeah, oh so you God. have Susan Sarandon's ex-husband just giving a really poor effort to trying to escape from the hands of this killer doll. As Chucky's just choking and trying to stab him throughout the through his uh, his chair. Oh, that was spectacular! That was spectacular. The athleticism. Why doesn't he just um, jump out of the car? Why doesn't he? I, I didn't understand this. this he speeds did up. Chucky cut the brakes. Is that what happened? No, the brake pedal falls off afterwards. Oh, <laughs> the, <brake laughs> the beginning, when off? he's like getting choked up, yes. he's just like speeding still. Like he's so he's he's got his foot on the gas. And then he tries to pull his foot off the gas to put it on the brake, and the actual pedal falls off what? the metal hinge. Oh, and he's on. trying to put his brake on like this little thin metal pole. Yeah, that was really or, funny. Again, or here's a brilliant idea: either jump out or just don't press the accelerator. Right? Like just yeah. glide to a stop. Right. Exactly. <laughs> or slam on the brakes, and this little like yeah. two pound doll's gonna go fucking airborne into the windshield. That's what I was gonna <laughs> or say. Or use the emergency brake. Yes. Yeah. Anything. It's like Chris Rain has never been in a car before. He's like, well, it's going. It, I guess it just has to keep going until it crashes or stops naturally. Just jam it in the park. The car will break. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm no car mechanic. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> tell you what. This wouldn't have happened on Dinkins' watch. Those cop cars would have been in tip-top shape. Dinkins! <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys! <laughs> Uh, also, why didn't he use the knife immediately? Chucky tries to choke him, but then he also has a knife. It's like, it seems uh, like a good thing to do. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. Yep. So the the whole like shooting of that scene too. It, it was the worst special <laughs> effects I've ever seen in my life. It was like almost something out of like a Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> Like, I almost felt like it was like Warden Shaggy and Scooby like are running away from a ghost like a goo 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 goo. That's the face that he's making. They're always just like ooh. <laughs> this whole thing doesn't make a damn. Ah oh, god, it was just no, it was hilarious. From he's driving like Andy's playing fucking Grand Theft Auto or something. Like he's just <laughs> all over the place. 
I, at what at, at that point I just figured it's like this guy just wants to die, right? Just yeah. because the car flips over, uh, Chucky runs out of the car twice, and he and he just stays under the car not once but two times after Chucky tries to slash him with the with that knife. God, yeah. I also I want to point so out you getting Chucky comfortable be... there, buddy. <laughs> Chucky must be like magically voodoo strong because I think he literally just pushed a knife into a car, <laughs> which I was like, what the fuck. Or then Susan's or nuts. I just called Chris. Well, Chris he, he, over, he overpowers the mom. He overpowers the mom like without his feet being on the ground. Like in that first <laughs> scene where he outs himself to the mom, like the mom's holding him in midair and he's like pushing her to the ground. Ugh, God, he has thrusters. <laughs> that's, that's I missed that. I missed that. Your blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, feisty. Yeah. Yeah, he's thrusters. He's like uh, his the doll is like a mix between like the Star Wars sh- like a Star Wars ship and um, <laughs> like a magic, you know. So. Like, yeah, know. Yep. <laughs> Thank you for that, Tim. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's that's good it's stuff. Late. Tim was I just don't like, know. you know what? Fuck this. Fuck this is this. the kind of shit you get on dicks in the back row. Hard hitting commentary behind the, the scenes. See the fucking Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> Magic. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's a there's a special uh, it's a deleted scene that won't be in uh, that isn't in our last ghost episode. But there's a point in which Tim goes, yeah, that's kind of like you know, um, I don't know what I was going with this. Just just edit this out. I don't know. <laughs> that, that is the beauty of editing. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Uh, but uh, also on the bright side, though, um, Detective Mike does uh, get a lucky shot in after firing like two full clips at Chucky, and he does hit him once. He has uh, a six-shot revolver that he's shooting, right? Yeah. 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 It looks like he fires like eight shots. At least. It's a magic gun. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, I was going to say, magic gun, and also like, we have uh, got Star Wars <laughs> magic. <laughs> it's like when you got one of those future guns baseball with light bullets in them <laughs> good guy dog just leave it you want to know what guys you just fucking figure it out yourself okay you just play it whatever this doesn't win any Oscars I'm gonna be over here smoking a cigarette okay <laughs> listen I gotta take a shit oh you let that in the script ah, damn it oh. <laughs> oh boy what a time to be alive <laughs> so uh, Chucky then meets his old voodoo instructor and uh, he asks why he's bleeding and uh, you find out via voodoo doll torture that uh, Chucky's becoming more and more human and he's gonna get stuck in this doll unless he takes over Andy's body soon how did these two people from very different cultural backgrounds get connected there's no exposition on how they met. He said that he was his customer. What kind of voodoo shop is he running? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I never, I never really get like the connection. I mean, at least it explains why he knows how to do the voodoo magic at the beginning. But even still, it's just like, yeah, I just you know, oh, you know, it's just it's just my guy. It's like, what do you mean? Like, how do you? <laughs> it's my, do you my voodoo like, guy. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, most people usually fall into voodoo. You know, it's not usually a you know affirmative choice. It's just kind of it just happens, I guess. But also, he says something like, I never should have taught you that. And it's yes. like, I mean, no offense to Brad Dwarf, he's a great actor, but he's creepy as shit. Like, he looks like a fucking creep. It's like, you're going to teach this guy how to just, like, revive people from the dead? Yeah. 
Yeah. I love that. How he's like, I used to, I thought I taught you how to use voodoo for good. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, <laughs> what kind of good is voodoo to you? I was going to say, like, isn't that the I've never heard of good voodoo. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I don't, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a real thing. I think you're just trying to defend yourself. Do you think Poor a voodoo, choice. like, do you think a real voodoo guy would, like, teach voodoo to, like, a white guy? I mean, come on. <laughs> a white guy from the south side of Chicago that's mur- that that's known as, what was his name? The something Strangler? It's like the Lakeshore something. Lakeshore yeah, Strangler yeah, Lakeshore or something Strangler, like that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, come on now. Come on. 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 Get a little Griffin in there. Come on. I got, I got pretty excited. I, I got pretty excited when uh, he was like, well, how do I how do I fix this problem? And he's got the voodoo doll or whatever. And he's like, you got to go back to the first person that you outed yourself to. It's like, wait, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Are you want me? You want me to? You want me to? What, what'd you say? To spirit impregnate the six-year-old kid? <laughs> Spiritually <laughs> impregnate? Yes. Yes, exactly. And, <laughs> well, but one of my favorite lines in this movie was after Chucky kills the dog. He goes, I got a date with a six-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like Tim, it's like, out of context, yikes. that sounds real bad. <laughs> good thing he's only going to go there to kill him. It's like, no, yeah, good. no, I'm not going to do that. Jesus Christ, what's wrong with you guys? I'm only going to just murder him. Come on. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He, he immediately breaks the fourth wall and go, ho, 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 ho. <laughs> I just want to clarify to the audience here. I don't mean have sex with. I don't mean I mean, me. I mean grisly murder. <laughs> Take possession of his dead, lifeless body. Uh, I heard that. I was like, wait, sicko. what? Yeah, I'm not a sicko. <laughs> I'm not like this Bill Cosby guy. Over here. <laughs> uh, topical. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, 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 nearly. Let's hope that's oh, still in the news a week from now. Ugh. That will not hold up. <laughs> All right. So, Chucky goes to this uh, children's psych ward to get Andy and. Uh, and he's trying to escape this American Horror Story <laughs> asylum. And, uh, Rebel. <laughs> just Rebel's so... just dying inside over there. Oh, God, it's just so, like, God. It's just fucking nightmarish. And just watching, like, this person clearly in Chucky's outfit walk upstairs is not terrifying <laughs> to me. They just have, like, a small person. It's like, he's coming! And they cut back always. It's just, like, him, Slowly. like, <laughs> fucking upstairs. Why? Why is the window open? It's winter. Yes. They, do, all, do all mental asylums have open windows? <laughs> you got to freeze just out the tempt, crazy out tempt, of you. Yeah, just tempting the person who's possibly suicidal to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Our emissions too high this month. Open up the windows. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, great. Right. God. <laughs> yeah, so Andy's just hiding and um, in this torture room, and the doctor finds him and tries to sedate him, but instead he gets stabbed in the leg and gets some electronic shock therapy that kind of burns his head off. Yeah, so yeah. I, Tim, Tim, I know that you're. Uh, I mean, it's time to let the, the listeners know Tim, you you're, you're, psych ward. you're a big fetish guy, big big, big fetish guy. Yeah, and that's and true. Um, yep. I did have a question when I saw this 100% part of the, saw this listeners, part of the film. You go, go for it. <laughs> I, I, when I saw this part of the film, I, I, I asked myself, you know, I know that you're into electroshock. It's stimulation of different parts of the body. Will high levels of electroshock therapy create black soot around that area? Yeah. Um, 
I've only experienced it once, and that was around my anus. Um, <laughs> I, what I ended up doing there is I put uh, five car batteries in series, and then a, an electrode up, you know, and uh, that that did create a uh, a black soot like substance. Um, but that's nothing anal bleaching can't take care of, right? Well, that's that's the thing. That's uh, the thing. <laughs> you know, this is time for someone else other than Mike to sigh. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, I didn't make that sound. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I, I kind of, you know, I, will, I went a little too far there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing boundaries. Mean? No, Can you get back to the that wasn't the, that wasn't a push boundary. <laughs> that was more like a uh, a boundary that was flown over in like a, a Learjet <laughs> and then safely la- safely landed on the runway of inappropriateness. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I, I might be the one to say it. I'm glad we went there. I feel like I feel like that was a valuable conversation to have. I, I, I disagree. <laughs> well, I, I think oh, it's good that all the listeners now know that I'm into S and M. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's just the listener getting to know you. Q and A with Tim, right? Guys, our international audience wants to know about us. These, you know, are these hot these these heartthrobs here on the other end of this? Uh, <laughs> As you can tell from our cover photo, who's the <laughs> baby? <laughs> what do you think? What do you think this our Swedish listener is going to be saying in his next uh, in his next English class presentation? <laughs> The redheads like the electronic enemas up the anus. <laughs> this guy anus. really likes anal play, yeah. I suppose, is what they like taken away from this. Like all Americans. Uh, Sven, Sven, it is pronounced anus. Anus. Ah, anus. I have a date with a six-year-old boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, let's get back to this. <laughs> <laughs> so Andy escapes the home and then Chucky follows him and I do like the elevator scene of the old couple saying oh, oh what an ugly that. doll uh, and then Chucky's fuck response you. fuck you yeah. <laughs> that was awesome also how does Chucky, Chucky get into the house from the chimney when he's taking the elevator I know I thought the same thing <laughs> That's, yeah, again, I had the same this doesn't thing. make any sense this whole then, thing is out of control. Where does he get this knife as well that has like all these like symbols on it? <laughs> Must have stolen from that voodoo guy. Oh, that might be it, I guess. Yeah, but it looks like a kid doll, like a, like a child toy doll uh, or uh, knife. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Chucky does get Andy, knocks him off with a baseball bat, and starts his, uh, his voodoo chant. But yeah, Karen and Detective Mike get there first. Karen uh, throws Chucky, to which he does a standard tuck and roll out of the room, and then does attack Detective Mike, who makes some real convincing facial expressions while uh, getting stabbed. Just seeing a doll that's being like that's being portrayed by uh, what's a dwarf, the dwarf guy, yeah. just like speaking very poor French, is just hilarious to me. Oh, well, and, and Chucky's noises throughout this entire scene are awesome. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> he, there's one he goes at, at I, th- I forget who he's going after, but he goes, yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah he starts crazy. getting real crazy at this point. 
Yeah, I would just like to inform the listeners that wasn't Derek's impression of Chucky. That was him having a stroke. He's <laughs> <laughs> been in Wisconsin for was. way too long. <laughs> right. His arteries. Too much uh, cheese. Yeah. Too Already much more cheese. clogged than needed. That hotel right. maid's going to be cleaning up something else other than just this filthy room. <laughs> anyway. Max, what are you talking about? <laughs> talking about. Talking about. Talking about. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the best. I love how this podcast just made everybody like really think about what they're gonna say. It's like you're just like you know because it, it, it. Well, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> Which is amazing that everybody do, except that for we me. do say. Yeah. Everybody except for me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they do eventually uh, pin Chucky into his fireplace, and Chucky at this point is again going fucking ape shit. And I started laughing again. It's just like this like frozen face that they had of Chucky, and you could tell they probably had someone with like a stick just shaking it. Shaking the doll. <laughs> so he's just... <laughs> crazy. So funny. I, don't, I didn't know what to do. I've just started laughing like constantly within the last like 10 minutes of this because oh, everything awesome. is just hilarious. They just really it was, kick it up to like full retard at this point. <laughs> it was kind of like the death scene in Team America World Police. Like, you know how like, yes, they died? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll see it. it was, there, there were parts during this point where I, I looked up who did the animatronics for the doll because I thought to myself, it had to be the same fucking guy that did the gopher in Caddyshack. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, the movements and everything. Um, I did find out that uh, that the doll that they used for Chucky, they stripped it down after the movie and used it as the Crypt Keeper from Tales from the Crypt. Really? Ooh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's yeah, a tidbit. All right. I can go buy that. I know that voice is somebody, but I ever get... That's like that's some good insight by me. <laughs> that is somebody's voice. Somebody We're does just, the voice of that guy. <laughs> I don't We're just killing it, it here, boys. At the end, just hitting home runs. You know what I mean? Batter up, batter up. <laughs> so uh, Chucky's trying to plead with Andy, saying, "Andy, it's me, your friend Chucky. Remember? Like I thought we we're gonna be friends until the end." And then Andy replies with, "This is the end." And Chucky gets burnt. Oh up. yeah. That was awesome. This is the end, friend. Yeah. Friend. God. Ugh. Although I will awesome. say, I think it's funny now. Chucky has been displaying his his actually very complete knowledge of stop, drop, and roll this entire time. Yep. And the only time it's useful, when he's actually on fire, he refuses to drop down and roll. Like he's been doing the entire <laughs> movie. I wrote that in my notes. I have it in bold. Stop, drop, and roll, Chucky. Exactly. He's been doing it like every five minutes for this movie. And then when it's actually valuable, he's like, nah. I'm just going to throw a fit. So then he peels down and he thinks he's dead. And then Detective Mike just waits until all the bad stuff's over and goes, Andy, Karen, everything all right? Yeah, exactly. Just wanted to make sure, you know, all the... I heard you guys are screaming, and then this man's screaming like he's burning alive. It's, it just didn't feel like helping. Yeah. Very, very selective time to have a concussion, Detective Mike. He's like, oh, yeah, um, I guess I could help, but nah. Mm-mm. But then Chucky comes back, even though he's now like a lump of coal, and uh, starts just wreaking havoc all over again. Until uh, Karen, who has a much better shot than Detective Mike, manages yes. to shoot off like all of Chucky's appendages, just except for <laughs> one arm, and then finishes off with the uh, shot to the head. 
Oh, that there. was an awesome scene where the head goes rolling down the hall. Yeah. Boo, woo, that was woo, great. Woo, woo. And then uh, Mike's partner shows up, and he's like, Oh, what you doing? Shooting that bird thing. <laughs> hey! Hey! God, oh. this guy again. Just eat dog. <laughs> he's wearing the same jacket the whole fucking movie, too. He's got, he's got mustard on his shirt. <laughs> hey, Mike, do you want another hot dog over here? He's like, what? <laughs> well, see, the good thing about spilling, spilling the mustard on your shirt is that you can just kind of swipe it and taste it again later. <laughs> Laters. Uh, awesome. So Mike tells his dumbass partner to not pick up the doll, and what does he do? Picks up he the doll. He picks up the fucking doll. That's the thing. Is this this guy doesn't pay attention to fucking anything. He is a rogue renegade, and I fucking love it. Oh yeah. And then uh, some more hilarity ensues with this burnt up, like burnt to crisp doll attacking Mike's mentally handicapped partner. <laughs> And then uh, Karen finally remembers uh, what the voodoo instructor told her, and Mike shoots Chucky in the heart, and he finally dies. Finally. Although I will say, the doll, when it's all burnt up, actually does look disgusting. I was like, ah, yeah. this is the absolutely... Eye. Yeah, I was going to say, the whole thing, it's like, good God. Yeah, it's like when he turns into the Terminator, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah, that's basically what this is. And then uh, the last scene of the movie is all the adults leave in the room and Andy's staying in that room again with this burnt up, shot up, decapitated doll for like three seconds too long until they pull him out of the room and the movie ends. Well, I thought, I thought that since we were streaming this, I thought the movie froze on that <laughs> last scene. Like when he looks back, it was like... That's it? That, wait, what? Also, oh wait, ben. wait, didn't uh, Chucky come out of a vent at one point too to oh, attack yeah. the guy with the to mustache? To attack the partner. How did he get in that vent? Yeah, exactly. That's the other thing. How do you get in the vent? Like, what's going on here? Like, he's been blown to, like, 20 pieces, and, like, I appreciate the good, like, horror trope of, like, yeah, it really is unkillable, but, like, what the fuck is it with these vents and chimneys and shit? Like, Chucky has to have, like, the master blueprint to this entire building. He's like, oh, I can enter this. Yeah, but, yeah, you can climb through chimneys and, like, you know, sneak through vents, but he can't stop, drop, and roll when you're on fire. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're so smart, but you're so stupid, Chucky. Speaking of stupid people, I mean, how long, like, honestly, Karen has been endangering her son this entire fucking movie, and then she gets the one piece of information that she needs to actually end this, where to shoot Chucky, and she's, she fucking forgets it. Like, she forgot the fucking grocery list, you know what I mean, on the fridge. She's like, she's like oh, yeah. I'm such a dope, you know? I forgot, like, the only important thing in this fucking movie. Yeah, she literally shot him everywhere but the heart. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's, she's taking out legs, <laughs> heads, <laughs> arms. She's just rocking the limbs. I was like, what are you doing? Uh, well, that movie's I, I, over. Phenomenal. A, a non-stop thrill ride. It actually, it was better than I thought. Um, yeah. After after this movie ended, Nikki and I did just then turn on the second one for like 25 minutes. I saw that. It said, up next, would you like to continue watching Child's Play 2? I was like, which one of these fucking psychos just flipped it on and just had a marathon? That's what I said. To that, I said, would I? <laughs> Clicked on it. Got it right into the second one. Uh, and, and the funny thing is, is like if you think about the logistics and the longevity of this series, the the bride of Chucky, and like this whole fuck, it's the, the same fucking guy this year. It's the same fucking guy apparently that's just been trapped in a doll's body for thirty fucking years. <laughs> yeah, but the whole bride of Chucky. Then you enter Jennifer Tilly and her fantastic yabos. You know what I mean? Yep. A whole other dynamic. 
<laughs> and I think that's the one that we're gonna have to do. Is that one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Tim, you have to have your penis away when we podcast. It's got, this is uh, a no penis podcast. Um, too <laughs> late. <laughs> we did watch a few so, movies with uh, w- one with Taya Leone. So yeah, that's Taya Leone. Mm. Okay. And oh. and Marty McFly's mom. <laughs> Guess who I am in the fantasy? I'm Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tim, welcome back. Welcome back to the dark side. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, feels good. <laughs> I'll tie that into the trivia with, uh, you know, parents and kids. I was about to say, uh, how are you going to tie that into the fucking trivia? How well, you you're about to find out trivia? because I only have like two pieces of trivia because I just didn't really, nothing really seemed interesting to me, but... <laughs> Um, so when, uh, Brad Dorff was recording the scene when Chucky's just lit on fire and he's screaming in pain, his, uh, seven-year-old daughter walked into the studio room and then ran out crying. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Uh, MGM disowned the movie and then they sold off the rights to Universal after this one. Really? really? Yep. Well, MGM's doing a remake of it. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with uh, what's her face? Uh, Aubrey Plaza is gonna play the mom, and then yeah. uh, um, the rapper dude from Atlanta. That doesn't really narrow it down. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I was gonna mean the rap, the rapper Ludacris? from Atlanta. Not, no, no, the TV show Atlanta. Oh, with uh, oh. with uh, <laughs> with uh, Jermaine Donald Dupree. Glover. Yeah, yeah. Ludacris, Ludacris, and Aubrey Plaza starring in Chucky. Yeah, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would actually pay to see that movie. Oh, that rapper from Atlanta, huh? Uh. <laughs> There's only one. Well, actually, that's kind of funny because I, I I looked up the other Chucky movies and Red Man's in one of them. Oh, <laughs> so it's not far Red off. Man, wow. Well, Red Buster Man. Rhymes is in a Halloween movie, so. Ugh, God, that one's terrible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I guess we'll go into some of these questions. So, who was your favorite and who was your least favorite in this movie? Well, I think we all know who my favorite is, <laughs> and it's uh, Detective Micah Norris's sweater. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say. Right? And uh, my least favorite is Andy because he's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I feel Fuck like Andy. Andy's the easy choice for who I don't like, even though I appreciate some aspects of him. I thought were good. Like actually, when he starts crying, when he thinks Chucky's gonna yeah. kill him, I was yeah, like, yeah, that was that's, awesome. That's actually that really good. good for that kid. Yeah, but. But other than that, yeah, he wasn't the best. But I have, obviously the best character is the is the slovenly detective, the carb, the partner of who's got the worst mustache and is just Mustard dumb stain. shit <laughs> the entire time. But he, he's not in all the movie. Some would say he's in too too little of the movie, and I'd be <laughs> one of them. But every moment he's in is pure gold. Well, well, my favorite was the ant. I thought the ant was fucking hilarious for the small amount of time <laughs> she was in the movie. I thought she was fucking hilarious. Um, she was in Greece. Really? She was the sassy one in Greece. Hmm, interesting. 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 Tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> Did she put up a fight? And my least favorite was actually the main detective. Um, I just Mike. didn't think he really accomplished much. <laughs> he was useless. 
I'd say yeah, my favorite. Surprisingly, I guess I'm the only one. My favorite is Chucky. I thought that he was good. I think oh, he's got a future yeah. in these movies. And, uh, <laughs> and then the least favorite is it's also Andy. He wow. sucked. I feel like that's yeah. If you were dying and you had to transport your body into a doll, what kind of doll would it be? I mean, the easy answer is a sex doll. Why is that the easy answer? Ew. I was gonna say, I feel like no, that's why? Easy. I was going to say only... It's all like being filled up with gross stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's the like... worst answer. <laughs> I'm pretty happy about having it. Might as well just be a flashlight, Derek. Jesus. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a five foot ten man who weighs three, three pounds, and I'm just ready to get into it with, with Derek Paco Brady. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Preble. What makes you think... Can you please explain why you think it would be me that would be interested in something like that? <laughs> or why they would make a sex doll of Derek? Now, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Oh, the dimensions dear. would be difficult to pull off, but... <laughs> Was this an air mattress? I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I mean... This is... We should run with this, guys. The dad bot is very uh. in now. I'm cracking myself up. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 was a good, that was a good one. Yeah. At your own expense. I'm pretty happy about this. I'm a good friend. <laughs> See, Derek, would... this is why you're the best man. Hey, hey Max. I can call you an air mattress. Hey, hey, hey Max. <laughs> hey, Max. Fuck you. <laughs> the fact that none of uh, none of you said this is kind of disturbing but what i would i would transport myself into a pedro martinez bobblehead doll mm-hmm. <laughs> i was thinking bobblehead <laughs> that's a good one i like that you're always having a good time i know you know what i think you know guys you know so i can get in touch with just with my feminine side i think i would like to be incorporated or reincarnated into a american girl doll so that <laughs> so that i could finally get to wear all those dresses i have been <laughs> desiring for all these many moons or just i think you're i think you're more of a brat's doll like. <laughs> <laughs> that's true tim i do have that i do have that wicked side that, that dark side yeah, yeah you exactly. got that dark the sassy side, side. Mm. Yeah. get you some gel pins and some plastic <laughs> Plastic sandals, and we're in business. Yeah, man. Give me some Lisa Frank, too, while you're at it, so I can get on top of this shit. Be great. Throw on some Spice Girls, and we're in fucking business. <laughs> I learned a lot more about Preble in this episode. Max, uh, what 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 kind of sex doll would you be? <laughs> uh, for some reason, I don't know why it came to my head, but I was just thinking Strux Armstrong. I think that'd Antonio be Antonio Banderas? Cool. <laughs> no. <laughs> What? <laughs> I, don't know, yeah, I don't know what that means. What? Am I missing a joke here? That's, a, that's another. That's nope. another South Park reference. There's a. Uh, there's, a uh, there's an episode of South Park okay. where Cartman's mom has an Antonio Banderas sex doll. Okay, I remember this now. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> well, I mean, it still doesn't make a lot of sense, but but it makes more. I thought Paco was having a, a Star Trek and magic moment. A Star Wars magic moment. Uh, <laughs> who's a sexy doll? A whale Antonio with pants. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what a this is this is spectacular stuff, guys. Max, so, what's your answer? 
<laughs> I don't think I need to answer this at this point. Um, I'm going to say Stretch Armstrong. That would be cool. Or like yeah. a Ninja Turtle. Or, oh, or a Lego. Three really lame answers. What? what? Three really <laughs> lame answers. <laughs> Sorry. I, I was hoping for more. I can't one-up. Uh, being a Bratz doll, a bobblehead, and a sex toy. So, sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, we really did take all the good ones, Max. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even think right now. <laughs> My creativity's gone. <laughs> Speaking of not having any creativity, uh, what would uh, Mark Wahlberg be confused about in this movie? Where, where'd your husband go? Can I be your new husband? <laughs> I think that he'd be more relieved... Just that it, Chucky turned out just not to be a China doll. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. Honestly, Chucky looks like a lot of people he probably knew from Dorchester, so it's like... <laughs> it's a lot of angry red Irishmen. Yeah. Oh, it's Mickey. Kevin, Mickey. what are you doing here? Yeah. Why, did, why aren't you talking to me? I want to be your I best you friend locked up. Too. <laughs> so, Tim, I think before we end this podcast, we need to... Get into the discussion of gender oppression in American cinema. All right, gender, so unlike IMDb with an easy 0 to 10 score or Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> not gender oppression, gender oppression. Max is not letting us derail this podcast now. He is so close. <laughs> the show's over. What would your uh, certified fresh score percentage score be? Guys, what would it be? <laughs> I would uh, give it uh, probably one red pube out of uh, ten red pubes. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> I know, but it's provocative. <laughs> Gets the people going. I'm going to say one overflowing bowl of powdered milk out of... One oversized box of clothes. <laughs> I, I'll say uh, one explosive crack house out of one voodoo sex doll. Uh, I guess I'll. It's quite say, a good score. Yeah, that's pretty good actually. Eight perfect shots by the mom from uh, Seventh Heaven over a <laughs> hundred very very poor shots. By Prince Humperdinck. <laughs> for being a cop, he has the worst aim. And for, I assume that, you know, the mom in this has never seen or fired a gun ever. Doesn't miss. Ever. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, guys. You got a sweater like that. Doesn't matter if you get shot. Or not. <laughs> there it is. Yes. All right. So uh, that was uh, Child's Play. <laughs> yes, it was. I think that so was child. Stay tuned for next time <laughs> because we're going to be doing Bride of Chucky. So yeah. more Chucky stuff. Tim, get ready for them tits. Get ready for yabos. Magic. Yeah, nothing like plastic titties, right? On a two foot doll. Mm. All right. So until I'm next excited, time. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm excited for um I'm gonna say elk. I was gonna say I was gonna say I'm excited for that like uh like the Dawson brothers are excited for a uh, Portland Maine club. <laughs> That's 
right. Yeah, follow the Instagram yeah. if you don't. You want to see me be very unenthusiastic. Yeah, Max, let's get let's get a little Instagram and social media rundown for the, yeah, the macro. Thrown out the gram, so we're at uh, what are we at? TD back row. DD back row. That's it. Yeah, it shows how often I'm on it. We're at <laughs> DD back row underscore uh, pod on Instagram, and uh, yeah, we do have a very nice uh, video of Mike Preble at Bill Dooley's wedding at a club in Portland, Maine, just. Bill. Sipping a beer while everyone's yeah. expecting him to do some crazy dance, and he's just literally just standing on stage, just <laughs> sipping a beer, and everyone's going ape shit. All the the, the Dawson brothers, I believe, are in that video. Oh, the Dawson brothers are. are going ape Max shit. They're the there. ones who are really like <laughs> Dawson brothers are there. Tim wisely absent, and also <laughs> the, the, the bride and groom also not there. <laughs> <laughs> what about uh? What about the uh the the mailbag, Max? Yeah, so you can also uh, reach us at TD Back Robe. At gmail.com, if you want to write in. Nobody please, has. So please write in. Go fuck yourself. Please, God, write in. Please. We encourage our Swedish listeners to write in. <laughs> I would like to talk to you a little bit more about what the sex dolls are. God, no. Where should I get a sex doll of Derek? <laughs> Is she, uh, is she one of the bears, I understand, is what they're called? <laughs> oh, no, I, I listen to the podcast a little more. I Apparently, I can just fuck my mattress and it's same. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that's where the hole is in the air mattress. Oh, okay. That, so that, that, that's a blowjob. Well, this Swedish person who was listening, they're not listening anymore because they they probably just assume that we think that Sweden's like a fourth world country. (laughs) (laughs) No, they like it. We're making them feel special right now. Us us great Americans mentioning their terrible country of Sweden. (laughs) (laughs) So keep on listening. Appreciate it. Yeah. (laughs) Until next time. See you later. Bye. See you done. Bye. Bye. Also, I think I'm going to drown because I don't because the rain is falling at an even greater pace now that I was, I was actually concerned that it was going to affect the podcast. Now it's like a torrential downpour and my window is actually closed. Like there's no yep. unit or anything. It's fundamentally closed. Preble's refrigerator box is definitely not going to withstand this. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I gotta find I gotta find better cardboard. <laughs> Y'all know Frigidaire. Frigidaire uses the shittiest cardboard. I gotta get one of them nice one of them nice Sears cardboard boxes. Be real they use fancy. That cheap Chinese cardboard. <laughs> no, don't want that. Don't want Sears American. Cardboard, real good. <laughs> Some scotch tape, you're good to go. Okay. Dope, dope, dope. All right, I'm gonna go to bed slash get give the next best thing to a. Uh, Sears cardboard box so I don't drown in this fucking storm <laughs> that's occurring outside. So. Good luck, Michael. <laughs> Thank best, you, Tim. Best of luck. You know, look at Tim. Nothing, nothing ever happens in the in the North End. But someone actually did get shot and killed, like a street over from me, last Thursday, Friday, something like that. Was so it that Patrick was Swayze? No, unfortunately, it wasn't. Um, it was the best damn cooler in the biz, and I'm I'm sad to say that it was me. I killed myself and now I'm the ghost. And that's oh, that. Oh, no. Jeez. Man, think about this that. This podcast is going to shoot up the ratings after <laughs> Now. Yeah, right? Best People way to love get ratings. Shit. It's going to kill yes. somebody. <laughs> somebody must die.
Guys, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty upset that we've remained. We're still number one for the top dicks podcast. We've remained number seven for the top dick podcast. So we've got some work to do. I'm gonna I'm gonna pray on that and see what I can think of. <laughs> so. Yeah, they'll try and on that, all right, I'm out of here. Always end on a good joke. <laughs> Goodbye. Joe's <Where's> Costanza. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See you.